Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights. I'm in my car. It's Thursday afternoon. I'm coming back from lunch with my mom, who's 98 as of a few weeks ago, and not doing that great as she deals with just the, the new normal for her, but trying to make the best of it as my siblings are and all of it. But anyway, she was not aware the Texas Rangers had won the World Series. She's normally a huge sports fan and followed the Mavericks closely. I told her the Mavericks were undefeated. She got a kick out of that and the Rangers won the World Series. I think she was thinking, are you making this up? But I wasn't making it up. So what are the hobby implications for the Texas Rangers winning the pennant? Who's it going to affect, if anybody? And uh, they sure look like the best team, even though they didn't finish the season strong. They had some spurts during the season where they looked really strong. Uh, But then they had a number of losing streaks and, and finished poorly until they hit the playoffs and then they just were lights out with uh, just scoring first (laughs) every away game they just scored first and then never gave it up so and they were generally scoring in bunches to me they look like the best team in baseball over the last month of october They, they peaked at the right time that happens in some sports and it certainly happened to the benefit of the rangers thanks sponsors tops panini upper deck heritage auctions the scott auctions mike stay sports cards burbank sports cards comc.com and beckett media beckett grading beckett authentication the north american public wasn't that enamored of the world series in terms of the tv ratings that's a bit of a precursor toward what might happen to card values all the sports seem to put value on people that are part of winning teams and you might think, well, what's going on there? If you won the Stanley Cup, or if you won the Super Bowl, or all of those things, that's an achievement in its own right, especially in team sports. It's based on many factors, but it's the increased visibility as well. I had not really considered Tommy Pham as a, as a contributor, and I don't even know that the D-backs did until he started really coming on strong. But he's 35 years old. I don't think that's going to move the needle for his cards. I've never heard anybody talk about this, but what happens sometimes with some of these players like that, for some period of time, it may move them up one level of bargain box. In other words, he may go from the 25-cent box to the dollar box. And why aren't there more 50-cent boxes? It's a big jump between 25 and, and, and a dollar, and or they go into the dollar box to the $3 box. I don't know that he's going to do that unless it's one of his really better cards. But he had a day in the sun, and, and if they would have won, he would have been a key contributor. But for his card values, I'm not sure it's going to matter that much. My friends that follow college athletics look at the same thing. Is that If a football team does not get six wins, they can't get, be eligible for a bowl, which is an extra month of practice, an extra major exposure for college players, for potential uh, pro prospects. Same thing with the March Madness. If you get another month of visibility uh, for the teams that go farther, you're getting more practices in. And so the sophomores are going to be almost like juniors. The juniors are like seniors. I'm just saying there's something to being in postseason play, whether it's college or pros. Let's do the D-backs first. Tori Lavolo. I, I don't know that he's going to be anything other than a common, even though I don't think he did a bad job. And I don't know that he was out-managed by Bruce Bochy, but Bruce Bochy is a legend now. He's, I think, pretty guaranteed for Hall of Fame. Highly respected and, and really did a great job. Going around with the D-backs, the Taco Fractor guy now, they've got the first stolen base and had a 20-game hitting streak for the playoffs. He was amazing. Switch hitter. Uh, he's only 30 years old. I'm trying to do this from memory, but he's worthy of some consideration. Like I said, if he goes from the quarter box to the dollar box, that's not it. But his best cards, I still don't think he's going to get into the stratosphere. Uh, 
Corbin Carroll, I think, would be somebody that is already clearly going to be the rookie of the year. And even though he's some uh, slow spots in the in, in the playoffs, you could see his potential because he had some great runs there. Got some steals. He's fast in the outfield, but not a great arm. But I, I don't see him as a superstar. He's got great statistics with uh, homers and steals and the ability to affect a game in that way. But I don't know that he's in the uh, upper echelon of guys. So we'll see. But he's young. He's young. So we'll see about that. Would I trade him for Evan Carter? No. I think Evan Carter has a lot of potential, but I don't think anybody's saying that Evan Carter is quite at the level of of um, Corbin Carroll at this point. So Corbin Carroll uh, would be the preferred player, even though Evan Carter's younger. Evan Carter is is amazing. He, at 21 years old and not a lot of professional experience or major league experience, he certainly didn't look overmatched. They figured out a way to get him out with the kind of the inside slider, I guess it was, that dipped at the last minute under his bat. So he struck out a few times swinging. But he sure looked like he really belonged there. And when you're batting third or fourth for the the winning team, you've got something on the ball. So he has some cards. I think he'll be the player as much as anybody that's affected by this World Series. He got exposure. And whether he's a good player on a great team or a really good player on a great team, I don't know that he's going to be a great player. But when you're this good at a young age, that bodes well for your future. My fear is that he's going to do like a lot of these guys do, is that right now that he's going to fill out, that he's going to do massive weightlifting over the next year or two, and he's going to come back with 25 more pounds of muscle, and he's going to wind up having more power, but more injury prone, potentially, and not as quick in the outfield. He made some great plays in the outfield. We'll see. I could be wrong about that. It might be that that he really even more further develops a good power stroke. He had doubles power, it looked like to me. But Corey Seager already was a star, probably even a superstar, and now he's moved up another notch. Very highly regarded anyway, but he's somebody that I think is going to get a major boost for somebody that was already up there. Uh, Nathan Ivaldi, he was masterful, walking guys and uh, stranding so many left on base. That's crafty pitching. And if I think of crafty pitching, the craftiest pitcher that fielded and pitched without having overpowering arm strength was Greg Maddox, whose brother Mike is the Rangers pitching coach. And uh, Greg came. So to give Greg Maddox another look, again, the guy had amazing stats, including lots of wins, lots of longevity, and just was a masterful pitcher with uh, impeccable control. Uh, Araldis Chapman, I think he's obviously seen his better days, and yet somehow Bruce Bochy used him. So I don't think he's somebody that people are making a play for. He's in his late 30s now. Jose Leclerc, again, a relief pitcher, probably not. I think he, he had Tube, Jose. Uh, but other than that, he was really good and pretty reliable. Who else do we have? Oh, Aroldis Garcia. He's a little bit older than you'd like for just emerging in the last year, two, three. I think he's 30, although guys coming from Cuba, there's some suspicion of age sometimes that they might be older than they look but he just looked great a cannon for an arm and a great power and an attitude which set a tone there he could get the benefit of, of some of this as well josh young i think he's for real made some great defensive plays he had some timely hits a lot of power so i, I would think he'd be somebody that i'll be uh, looking for let's see marcus simeon uh, slow start but then he'd start coming on and 
really put some finishing touches on it. I don't think it affects his card that much, even though you, you start hearing the stories that he's been in the top group of MVP vote-getters a couple times. Uh, he's a really good player, but I just think that this is now Corey Seager's team for, for guys in the field. I don't know that it'll ever be Aroldis Garcia's or Evan Carter's, but those guys uh, were great as well. Pitching, uh, Jordan Montgomery, uh, I think this has moved him into some consideration of being a, a player that you could pull that I would look for. Max Scherzer, I think he's a Hall of Famer. I think I'm glad he bowed out because I think he just really didn't have the benefit of his full uh, rehab and, and getting back into full form because I think he's just an amazing pitcher. So that was okay with me. The uh, was removed from the roster on the last game. So I guess Corbin Carroll, Evan Carter, Geraldus Garcia, Ketel Marte, Corey Seager, Josh Young, uh, those are the main guys I think that would be impacted. And Evan Longoria, I, I was writing him off. I said, oh, great. I think he's washed up. And as soon as I gave up on him, he started hitting the ball with some authority and, and was robbed of one hit and, and got another clutch hit. So hes I don't think he's a Hall of Famer, but he was a really good player for a long time. And I think this is close to the end of his career. Another thing, when you watch the World Series like this, you get a bunch of looks at Evan Longoria and various announcers making comments about you know the kind of person he is and some of the things he's done over his 15 or so years of being in, in the major leagues. That attention is good. It's just like hobby stuff. The more a hobby is in the public eye, the more a player is in the public eye, it increases demand, it increases interest. And so I'm, I'm happy about that. So Rangers will be world champs for another year. I'm glad they didn't play the Phillies. I wouldn't have been conflicted because being a Pirate fan, they don't like the Phillies. Being a Cowboys fan, they don't like the Eagles. That's that. So I was glad they played the D-backs. But who wouldn't be? If you're going into the World Series, wouldn't you want to play what heretofore had been considered the worst team that you could have gone against? And yet the D-backs were not pushovers. They were uh, overachievers perhaps, but uh, not enough. Their bullpen uh, was really strong, but you see the same team for – you know, several days in a row, you're going to get used to uh, the tendencies. And I thought John Smoltz was, if anything, to me, that would raise his profile within the hobby. I thought he was masterful as an announcer. He's a little bit of a know-it-all and prophesying of what they will pitch, what they should have pitched. But I'll tell you what, that that guy was knowledgeable and he, he wasn't just hypothetically talking about things. It's things that he experienced and did. I don't think that bumps him to the next level necessarily, but he's worthy of consideration. I think he's, he's a great athlete, a great pitcher, and a great announcer. So I really enjoyed his contributions to that. So congratulations, Texas Rangers, and congratulations, Arizona D-backs. Always tough to be the runner-up. Chris Young, who also went to high school here in town, the, the GM, his cards should be be under some consideration because he looks like he's a big part of the reason why the Rangers won and he, he had a decent career uh, he, he's, he was a good pitcher but he's looking like he could have a, a Hall of Fame GM career if he gets on a run here and they can keep their team together it's Josh Spores you know, when, they, when I first started seeing him I thought this guy's got amazing stuff but he, he has control problems I think you're supposed to have control problems if you've got that much movement on the ball but once he got it harnessed and Bruce Bochy injected confidence in him here's the ball I'm trusting you 
even though it seemed like he, he started off with a walk every time he'd come in, but he, he just had really good stuff. So thanks, everybody, and we're on to next year. We'll see what happens in spring training with the eternal optimism, but the Rangers will be the reigning world champs, so congrats, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow.